Ruth chapter 3, from verse 1 onwards. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? Shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? I want to read this scripture one more time. Shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? Again, Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? One more time, I want to say it as the Holy Spirit wants me to. Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? May the Spirit of the living God speak to the hearts of His people at His hour. Very important scripture portion that the Holy Spirit brought to us this morning. A mother-in-law her talk with her daughter-in-law. She's looking at the face of her daughter-in-law and she is saying something very important. We must note the relationship between this mother-in-law and her daughter-in-law. The relationship between this mother-in-law and her daughter-in-law were like that of a mother and a daughter. She was not like a daughter-in-law to her, but she was like a daughter to this mother-in-law. Who is she? Ruth. A young woman who moved from being a daughter-in-law to a daughter to this mother-in-law. I don't know how many of you were understanding what the Spirit of God is trying to convey to His people at this hour. I pray that the Spirit of God may open the eyes of your understanding to cause you to understand what God wants you to understand this morning. Moving from being a daughter-in-law to becoming the daughter of this mother-in-law who had the God of Israel on her side. Moving from being a daughter-in-law to a daughter. There's a shift that is taking place. Within the relationship God ordained 
shift that is taking place. As a result of Ruth coming under the wings of the Almighty God, you call this the favor of God. The favor of God is not going to simply come upon a person because they are born a certain way or born into a certain family or they do certain rituals. But there's something that God looks for. When the favor of the Lord is released upon an individual, it is because of certain qualities that God sees in their lives. The number one quality that God looks for is humility. Humility. Number two quality that God looks for is sincerity. Humility, sincerity. These two are very important. Humility and sincerity. Number three that is very important that will cause a person to receive the favor of God is having the heart to lay down your life so that someone else can live. You call that love. If you're taking notes and you're able to take notes this morning, I encourage you to mark these three important qualities that will draw the attention of God towards an individual so that God can favor them. Humility, sincerity, and love. What kind of humility? What kind of sincerity and what kind of love? I'm going to repeat this. What kind of humility? What kind of sincerity? What kind of love? Someone can say, I'm humble already. Someone can say, I'm sincere already. Someone can say, I'm loving already. Who can actually set the score for humility, sincerity, and love? It's God. What kind of uh, humility did Ruth have a humility that was exhibited before God and man. There are people who say, I'm humble. But they're not. The way they say it itself will show that they're not. God has to see our humility. The humility will not be a false humility, but the humility will carry the love of God. 
I want to say these things again and again and again. I'll be saying it several times this morning as the Holy Spirit is bringing to me to lay it before you. True, true humility will carry true sincerity and true love. True humility will never be void of true sincerity and true love. These three are linked together, attached with each other. What will really gain the favor of God? True humility, which carries true sincerity, which carries true love. When a person is truly humble, they will carry the love of God. They will carry the love, God-given love that God places in the hearts of men, which won't be covered or masked by pride, but it'll be open and for all to see that love will be felt, that love will be experienced, that love will be seen and heard. The action of the person. When a person is truly humble, there's no room for pride. When a person is truly humble, there's no room for lies. True humility will not carry lying. True humility will not carry hatred. True humility will carry sincerity or integrity and love. Sacrificial love. True humility will carry sincerity and true love, which is sacrificial love. You look at Ruth, a young widow. She had everything in her homeland. And she got married to this Israelite guy, Naomi's son. And he died. She could have gone back to her people, her mother, her father, her brothers, her sisters, her family, her familiar environment. She could have gone back to where she could have had a reset for her life. But she was someone who chose not to do that. Someone who chose not to 
live for herself. I want to emphasize this as the Holy Spirit wants me to. Jesus said this. He who loses his life for my sake will gain it. Ruth was someone who gave up her future to be with her mother-in-law who had no future for herself of her root. She's going with someone who had nothing to offer. Naomi told Ruth, Go back, Ruth. I have nothing to offer for you. You can't get married and you cannot have children if you come with me. I have nothing to offer. Ruth was not following Naomi because Naomi had anything to offer. Ruth very well knew that Naomi had nothing to offer. Ruth was someone who had that sacrificial love. She said, her two sons are gone, her husband is gone, and she's by herself. I'm not going to go back to my place where I can live comfortably. I'm going to go with Ruth. I'm going to go with Naomi. I'm going to go with my mother-in-law. I'm not going going to go back to my mother. I'm going to go back to my mother-in-law. She left her mother. And she went with her mother-in-law. Taking her mother-in-law to be her mother. The God of her mother-in-law became her God. Her people, Naomi's people, became Ruth's family member now all of a sudden. Well, she was married into that family, but now the husband is dead. But she chose not to go back, even though she was released. To go back. She chose not to. She said, I'm not following you or coming with you because I want something from you, but I'm coming with you because I want to be with you. And she manifested sacrificial love. Again, it was not for something that she can get physically or emotionally, monetarily. She had nothing to gain from Naomi. Naomi was her mother-in-law, not her mother. If she wanted, if Ruth wanted some kind of comfort, the best place in the eyes of the world is to go back to your home where you came from. Go back to your family where you have your mother and your brothers and your sisters and your father, whoever is there to comfort you. And they will do something for you. But she was not looking to solve her problems. She was not looking to see how 
she can be served. She was not thinking about her life. She was not thinking about her future. She didn't say, I'm young. Naomi is old. Um, let her go. And, uh, you know, she, she can die anyway because she's older, but I have a life to live and I'm not going to uh, lose that. I have a future. I cannot be like this. And I go with Naomi and Naomi dies. And what am I going to do in a strange land? And I had to take care of myself. Ruth was a woman who never thought about herself. Her love for Naomi, I want to take care of her. I'm going to go with her. Ruth became more than a daughter to Naomi. There's a very important point that the Holy Spirit is bringing before us this morning. Ruth became more than a daughter to Naomi. Naomi didn't say, all my children are gone, Ruth, I'm going to adopt you and try to manipulate Ruth so that Ruth can stay with her. Because Naomi didn't want to be by herself, no. Ruth was willing to go with Naomi. Ruth was willing to lay down her life for Naomi. Ruth, by choice, became more than a daughter to Naomi. What did she have? What did she possess? She possessed true love. We're going to just come in reverse order as the Holy Spirit wants me to. That's the reason why we're going from love to sincerity, from sincerity to humility. She had humility, sincerity, and love. And because of that, something was manifesting. And what manifested took over that which opposed it. The circumstances, whatever was around her, it all spoke to her saying that, This is not the smart decision. This is not the right decision. This is not the wise decision. What you're doing is not good. You're young. You're going to waste your life. You're going to a place where people don't know you and there's a foreign land and you're going to be a foreigner and everybody is going to look at you odd and especially you're a Gentile and and they are not and all kinds of things. You don't have your family with you. Something happens. There's nobody there to help you. This woman is already very depressed, your mother-in-law. And you go with her, you're going to become miserable too. None of those things taste her. Whatever was around her that tried to discourage her, keep her from going with Naomi to Israel, had no power over her. It had no power over her. 
because she was a woman of love. She had this love inside, and this love is not a love that says, you do this for me, I'll do it for you. It's not a true love. That's not sacrificial love. But she was someone who knew that she's not going to get anything back from this woman, her mother-in-law. If anything, she may have to carry all her sorrows and burden because Naomi was already very depressed. By the time she went there, she said, don't call me Naomi, call me Mara. She was very bitter. She was full of sorrow, having lost three family members. They were closest to her, closest, her husband and her two sons. Gone. Gone. A wife and a mother who lost her husband and her children. Alone. But this Ruth is taking the place of her children, becoming more than a daughter to Naomi. Well, again, as God has pointed out in the scriptures in many places, being a Gentile woman, she had a character that was way superior to any Israelite woman there. That's why out of all the people in Israel, Jesus Christ came through. Ruth, the Moabite. Woman. Very important. God is speaking to our hearts this morning. This Ruth was a woman whose heart was full of love. Sacrificial love. And God sees that. It draws the heart of God to that person. Jesus said this, how will people know that you belong to me? How will they know? By your love for one another. And that one another is God's people. In the family of God. The household of faith. What kind of love? Sacrificial love. Sacrificial love. And Ruth, being a Moabite woman, she had what? Most of the Israelites did not have sacrificial love. Now she goes with Naomi, leaving her mother, her father, her brothers, her sisters, entire family behind. No one was able to keep her. Her mother, father, family members, no one was able to tell her that, Ruth, you can't go. You shouldn't go. Ruth did not have any struggle in her heart. Oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. My mom, this, my dad, this, my uncle, this, my aunt, this, my brother, this, my sister, this. Nothing. She had a very loyal heart, a heart of love. No one was able to convince her and keep her in the land of Moab. 
She made her choice to go with Naomi. Even when Naomi said, Ruth, I'm telling you what is good for you. Just go back to your home. You came from a good family. Just go back. You'll be well taken care of. Just go back. I have nothing to offer. But Ruth says, well, I'm not coming with you because you have something to offer. I'm not coming to get from you. I'm coming. With you because I'm going to be with you. I'm going to give you. I'm not here to take, but I'm here to give. Her heart was for the well-being of her mother-in-law. You see, if you read the scriptures, you will see. By her actions, she actually showed that this is why she came with her mother-in-law. She became more than a daughter to her mother-in-law. After she went there, she didn't say, well, we both will go to the field and we both will glean. And let's bring food for the both of us. She didn't say that. She was a woman who went alone. Nobody came with her. She went alone to get food, to glean from the leftover grains that will be on the ground. She would go to get those so she can bring it back home so her mother-in-law can have food to eat and she can have food to eat. She was someone who did not live for herself. She didn't come there expecting, well, I'm going to go there and, and I go to Israel and I'm going to feel so I can see some guy over there and see if I can marry him. No. She could have done that in her own land. She chose not to. She did not come to be served, but she came to serve. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ, he said this to his disciples. That's what true leadership is. That's what true love is. You don't expect to be served, but you serve. Ruth had that quality. To be blessed as the head and not to be the tail. She had humility, integrity, and love. She did not come to Naomi because she wanted to get something from Naomi, but she went with her knowing that Naomi's bank account is overdrawn. Naomi has nothing left. Ruth says, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm not going to leave you like this. You're going to Israel. I'm going with you. And she went with Naomi. Even after she went to Israel, 
She was not someone who said, I'm depressed, you're depressed, I'm depressed. Let's cry and let's see if the neighbors will come and show some pity on us and give us some food. No. She was not like that. Her focus was not on herself. It's very important. God is speaking at this hour. If you want to become a strong person in Christ, you need to take your eyes off yourself. If you want to become a strong person in Christ, you must take your eyes off of yourself. Look around you. Look around you. The people that God has placed in front of you. Naomi was not able to give anything in return for Ruth. Not able to give anything in return for her. The Ruth says, I'm going to be a blessing. I didn't come here to be blessed and to become rich. I didn't come here so that I can have a life. I've come here so that I can give my life for you, Naomi. That's called agape love, sacrificial love. And that love was very sincere love. It was not a love that was emotional. One minute, oh, I love you, I love you so much. I can't wait to tell you how much I love you. I love you so, so, so much that a lot of people say all kinds of words, but their actions mean nothing. Ruth was not like that. Ruth showed it in action. She truly loved Naomi. She sincerely loved her. And that sincerity showed itself in love and humility. Because she sincerely loved Naomi. Whatever Naomi said, she gave herself over to the counsel of Naomi. She didn't say, well, Naomi, you know, your decisions were wrong. You left your country and you came here. You lost your husband. You lost your sons. And I'm not going to listen to you. Listening to you, I'll become a failure too. There are a lot of people are very proud. They think they know everything. But Ruth was not like that. Ruth was very sincere. She was a woman full of love, sincere love, and a woman full of humility. She knew where to take a stand. And she knew where to lay her self down. She knew where to humble herself. You look at Ruth's life. She knew where to draw the line. True love will draw the line many times. True love will resist any damage that the enemy can cause to the loved ones. True love 
will not listen to anything and everything, but it will know that whatever is not good will damage a person and true love will say no to anything that will cause damage to the person. That's what true love is. Ruth had true love for Naomi when Naomi said, no, 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 I don't want you coming after me. I don't want you to come with me. You just go back. I'm telling you what is good for you, just go back. She didn't say, well, I honor you, I love you, I'm, I obey you, and so, therefore, I'm going back home. Bye, Naomi. Ruth didn't do that. Ruth drew the line, and that line was, I'm not going to my parents' house. I'm not going to leave you by yourself like this. I am going to go with you. When you're saying no here, I'm going to say yes here. I'm not going to agree with it, no. I'm going to say something opposite here, but I know it's out of love. May God speak to our hearts today. True love will say no to where. No is necessary. In a loving way. True love will draw the line where the line needs to be drawn. True love will sincerely show true humility before God and man. So now, Naomi is going and Ruth is going with her. Naomi saw, I can't change her mind, so I'll let her do what she wants to do. Your determination to live an uncompromising life will show to those around you who you belong to. I want to say this again. Your Determination to live an uncompromising life will show to those around you who you belong to. Which means, when you take a stand for that which is right and sacrificially do that, those around you will know that they will not be able to change your mind. That you won't be influenced by them. They will know that this is what these people will do, which is follow Jesus all the way through. So we can't stop them from doing this. And they'll back off from trying to stop you from going towards your destination. God speak to your hearts at this hour. Taking a strong stand. Taking the right stand. Taking a firm stand for that which is right in a loving way is very important. That'll enable you to continue to do the right thing. 
Again, love doesn't say yes to everything. Love doesn't say yes to that which is wrong. True love will draw the line where it needs to and will say no to when no is necessary. And as she goes with Naomi, Ruth goes with Naomi. She goes to the field all alone. She wasn't thinking about herself. She was thinking about her mother-in-law. I need to go get food. I need to go get the grain. I need to come back home and I get to get this done. She was very keen on doing that which was right before God because she was a woman who truly loved her mother-in-law and a woman of integrity. That's why she went to the field, she did her work, and she came right back home. She went, she got the grain, she came back home. She was not going there and saying that, oh, in my house it's a very depressing situation. My mother-in-law is constantly crying and and she's all the time thinking about her husband and her sons and, and I get very depressed when I go home, so I'll just hang out here for a while and I'll talk to all the people who are there and and I will just distract my mind and I will do what they're doing and, and then go back home with some grain as a good girl. No. Ruth was a woman of integrity, sincerity. Whatever she did, her focus was, I came here to glean this. I have to go back home and take care of my mother-in-law. She became more than a daughter to her mother-in-law. All the people around her saw that she was a Moabite woman, but a very different woman, very different, even different than the people of Israel. She goes and she gets what she needs to get, and she's not after any man there, and she's not even wasting her time with the the female workers there. She earned a very good reputation. God is speaking to her hearts today. It's because of her true love and true sincerity. She earned the favor of the people there. She didn't go to trick people, no. She truly loved her mother-in-law and, and sincerely did her work. In stages, she's seeing the favor of God. And she is being allowed to glean as they are giving her extra on purpose. Boaz did that. He was even given the favor of her being allowed to just come to this particular field where she's going to be able to glean in a much easier way. Now with this, we see the progression of the favor of God in this young woman's life, a young widow. 
where she did not think about herself, but God was thinking about her all the time. She did not look for anything, but God was looking out for her. She didn't come for happiness and prosperity, but God was going to make her happy beyond her wildest imagination. She didn't think about anything. God was going to surprise her through the very person that she was giving her life for. She became a blessing to Naomi, and in turn, Naomi became a blessing to her. In turn, Ruth became a blessing to Naomi. May God speak to our hearts today. Ruth, a young woman, a young Moabite woman, laid down her life so that her mother-in-law can live. And exactly as Jesus said, she gained it. She laid down her life. She sincerely loved her mother-in-law and she sincerely went with her. She gained much more. Now you look at her humility. You see her integrity. You see her love. She goes and she gleans and she comes home straight and she tells the mother-in-law which field she went and she's just very, very sincere in her dealings with everyone there. And after she says these things, after she does these things, God of heaven begins to take her to the next level where the favor of the Lord increased more. She had favor on the outside with the people, with the maids over there, with the servants over there, and with the landover himself. Now, this brings us to this scripture that the Holy Spirit brought to us, which is the first verse of chapter 3. And she became more than a daughter to her. No longer a daughter-in-law. The Bible so beautifully puts it this way. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter. It's not like Ruth, my daughter-in-law. No. She became a daughter in the eyes of Naomi, it's very important. We can say whatever we want to, but what is God saying about us? It's like how God told several times the scriptures, my friend Moses or my friend Abraham. We need to know. And when we lay down our lives, God's favor will increase upon our lives. We have this agape love, sacrificial love, and sincerity in whatever we do, driven by that love. In humility, wherever we go, then 
God's favor will increase upon our lives. Ruth became a daughter to Naomi. When Naomi is able to call Ruth as her daughter, you see the favor of the Lord comes here. How we live our lives is very important. God moved her mother-in-law at this point to tell her, my daughter, shall I not seek security for you that it may be well with you? Don't you think I won't do this? She's asking this question. Daughter. Daughter. Even though she was a daughter-in-law. Naomi called her daughter. Shall I not seek? Shall I not seek security for you? That it may be well with you. You've been all the time thinking about me. How can I not think about you and do, do that which is good for you? How can I not think about you and do that which is good for you? When you move from where you are to where you need to be, like how Ruth moved from being a daughter-in-law to being a daughter, where the mother-in-law saw Ruth as a daughter to her because of her love, her sincerity, and her humility. Now the favor of the Lord increases upon Ruth's life, but God is moving her mother-in-law to say this. Shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? God is speaking to our hearts this morning. If you go after Jesus Christ, seek him and his kingdom first. God will take good care of you. And if you are sincerely seeking Jesus and following him, this is what God is telling you this morning. My child, shall I not seek security for you that it may be well with you? I will take care of you. I'll take care of that which pertains to you. That which looks impossible will become possible. This is the same Naomi who said, I have nothing to offer. I have nothing to offer. Ruth, go back. I have nothing to offer. But from the very same mouth comes something else. Because God moved Naomi's heart and God gave her hope for Ruth. Suddenly there's a shift that is taking place in Naomi's heart. Someone who is hopeless suddenly had the hope that I can be a blessing to Ruth. God is speaking to our hearts this morning. When you move from an outsider to becoming an insider, 
God Almighty will take care of everything that pertains to your life. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. Like no other. When it looks hopeless, when it looks dry, when it looks empty, when it looks abandoned, when it looks hopeless, when there are no answers, but only questions, God will take care of you. God will not only cause you to survive, but He'll cause you to thrive. This is God's word for you. If you go after God, just like how Ruth went after Naomi, not because she wanted to gain, but she wanted to give. Those of you who say, Lord, I lose my life in you, are the ones who gain everything. Because that's like a seed that is buried. It becomes a mighty tree. All of a sudden, the seed is gone. The tree is in front of you. But if you want to keep the seed, then there's no tree. There's no fruit bearing. There's nothing. In order for you to become a blessing and to be blessed, that me, myself, and I has to be buried completely. So that when you hide yourself in Christ, then you're going to see a mighty tree. And the most important thing here is, the mighty tree has no resemblance of the seed. There's no resemblance of the seed. There's no resemblance of the seed. The seed has to be Completely buried and no more to be seen. The shape of the seed, the texture of the seed, the color of the seed totally becomes non-existent. In its, in its place comes a mighty tree. When you lay down your life Do the will of the Father in heaven. What really needs to disappear will disappear. And in its place will come a glorious, glorious work of God. The seed and the tree cannot exist together. Where, yes, we buried the seed, but the seed still looks the same and And there's a tree there too, no. When you bury it, the seed falls to the ground and it dies. And then you see the tree coming out. No more the seed. No shape of the seed, no form of the seed, no color of the seed is seen anymore. Nobody will recognize that seed, but in its place comes that mighty tree. Mighty tree. Ruth the Moabite woman 
others. Great humility. Be sincere. Love. Integrity in everything she did. She no longer looked like the Moabite woman. She no longer dressed like the Moabite woman. She no longer talked like the Moabite woman. She became a daughter to Naomi. She became a, she became an Israelite woman who took the God of Israel to be her God, the people of Israel to be her people. She became a daughter to Naomi, not a daughter who's a burden to the mother, but a daughter who said, I lift your burdens up. I won't take it off your shoulder. Now the mother-in-law was hopeless, who was bitter, who thought it's over. All of a sudden, has hope because of this grain of wheat that fell to the ground and died. All of a sudden, Naomi has this hope that she can offer something to Ruth. She had this hope that I can give, I can give. Before it was, I don't have anything, I don't have anything. Don't even follow me. But all of a sudden, she had this hope. All of a sudden, she was able to see this future that she never saw before. God is speaking to her hearts today. God is speaking to her hearts today, no matter what your circumstance Maybe, no matter how difficult it may appear, no matter how hopeless it may be in front of you. If you become like Ruth, who by choice became a grain of wheat, that grain of wheat was no more the grain of wheat, but it chose to fall to the ground and die. Her life was transformed. She became an agent of life for her mother-in-law. She became an agent of blessing to the entire world because through her the Messiah came. A grain of wheat that falls to the ground can accomplish much. What are you willing to do? Are you willing to do what Ruth did. Are you willing to follow Jesus Christ regardless of what he can give you? Are you willing to follow Jesus Christ by forsaking everything? 
knowing that everything can fall apart apart from Christ everything can fall apart are you willing to be that grain of wheat don't simply say that you love Jesus with your mouth but show it like how Ruth showed in action even those around you who are hopeless will receive hope by your life that's what Jesus said let people see your light let people see your light when they see your light they will glorify your father in heaven so have light and show it where you need to show that light God says I see your works I see your life will I not seek your welfare Will I not do this for you? Will I not do this for you? God is speaking to his people this morning. True love will lead a person to true humility a life of integrity. those who sincerely follow the Lord Jesus Christ. God is asking you this question. My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? In short, daughter, I will make all things well. I'll make all things well. I'll make all things well. He calls into existence that which is not there as though they were. Father, I thank you for this morning hour. I thank you for the word you gave. This morning. Thank you for. Giving this. Precious word. This good seed. Into the hands. Of your people. Lord may they take this. Word that you've given to them very seriously. May they flourish by it. Lord, I pray may people move from may your people, Lord, be moved to take action. May your people, Father, be moved by the Holy Spirit. Oh Lord, to move from 
being an outsider to becoming an insider. Just like how Ruth moved from being a daughter-in-law to becoming a daughter to Naomi. I pray that you bless every single one here. Oh, Father. Oh, Father, I pray that you do a deeper work. Do a deeper work. Do a deeper work in the lives of your people. That each one may steadily be nourished by the heavenly rain that comes down from heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Savior. Thank you, Savior. Thank you, Savior. Thank you, Father. Bless your people, Lord. We pray. Give each one a new revelation of your truth. Lord, I pray that each one become a blessing in your hands, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Father. Cover you people with your precious blood. May this word that you've given to them strengthen them all the more. I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father.